Hello, this is Iris Carden. Welcome to the podcast that accompanies the iriscardenauthor.net website. The Best, a short story in the Strange Tales series by Iris Carden. I invite you, dear reader, to get comfortable. Settle in as I tell you the strange tale of Samantha, who just wanted to excel at something, anything. Well, really, she just wanted her parents to notice her. Sam was an ordinary teenager. She did slightly above average in school. She did slightly below average in sports. She did average in music and art. As it averages out, she was entirely average. This would have been fine, except Sam had a sister two years older named Madison. Maddie excelled at everything. Again, that would have been fine, if not for the way her parents treated their difference. Every day, Sam would hear how great Maddie was. Maddie made their parents proud, winning the art contest Sam came fifth in. The whole family had to go see Maddie play piano at their music school's half-yearly recital. Sam loved her guitar, but didn't play well enough to be selected to perform. The family went out to dinner to celebrate Maddie's great test results. Maddie always scored 98 or 99% and always received an A+, of course. Sam's favourite school subject was English. She loved creative writing. Even her teacher, however, told her that while her writing was good, it was nowhere near as good as her sister's. Sam was an ordinary kid who was lost against the extraordinariness of her sister. At Christmas time, the whole extended family got together at Sam's Aunt Olivia's house. Olivia was CEO for a multinational company. She had a huge house which could easily fit everyone. Sam's parents proudly boasted to her father's parents and siblings about all of Maddie's achievements for the year. Aunt Olivia listened to her brother and sister-in-law boasting about their golden child and asked, And how was Sam's year, Charlie? Sam's father seemed startled at his sister's question. Well, he said, Sam just keeps keeping on. She's a trier, which is fine. What are her interests? Her interests? Well... She's a teenager. She likes clothes and makeup and things. Aunt Olivia continued, She's not wearing makeup. Maybe she doesn't like makeup and things. You don't actually notice her. Like Mum and Dad didn't notice me and you got all the attention right up until uni. Because for some reason, being the best is the only thing that matters in this family. You didn't learn anything at all, did you? You didn't learn how much resentment builds up when one kid is the favourite and the other's just extra. Sam's father seemed surprised. What was there to learn? I just put in more effort than you. Then in uni, you finally applied yourself. No, I didn't finally apply myself. I was always smart. I always put in the effort. It's just that because you were a superstar, our parents couldn't be bothered noticing me. I spent all of my childhood and most of my teens totally ignored by our parents. Now you and Sharice are doing the same to Sam. Wake up to yourselves. You're terrible parents, just like our parents were. 
At this point, Sam's grandparents entered the argument, claiming they'd always treated both children family fa fairly. They insisted Olivia would not have been so successful without the incentive of needing to prove herself. So, dear reader, we'll leave the family to get over that little squabble. squabble. No one's leaving in a huff, not when they can enjoy Olivia's lovely house and expensive food she supplied. Let's come back to them a bit later, after the eating and gifts. Olivia took Sam aside. I have an extra present for you, she said. She gave Sam a gold trophy with the number one engraved on it. It's a trophy. What's it for? Sam was clearly confused. It's for everything. It was given to me when I was a little older than you are now. It changed my life. Just keep it somewhere safe. As long as it's in your possession, it will make a difference. Sam thought the trophy was a weird gift. It didn't have a name on it, or what event it was awarded for, or anything else to indicate its past. It was old, Sam could tell, since it was worn and scratched. Strange as it was, she appreciated it, just as she appreciated her aunt for standing up for her. At home, Sam put the old trophy back in the back of her wardrobe and forgot about it. School resumed and something strange happened. Sam found herself getting 100% on all her assignments. She decided she wouldn't tell her parents her results until they asked about them, which would probably be when they received the school reports at the end of semester. She wrote a story for English which was so good her teacher wanted to submit it to a magazine to be published. Tam, Sam took the consent form, not to her parents, but to her aunt. Olivia was listed as an alternate contact on her school enrolment, so the signature was accepted. Her guitar playing improved dramatically, to the point where her teacher thought she was more than ready to perform publicly. Meanwhile, Maddie continued to do everything at her normal, excellent level, and gain adoration and adulation from their parents. Sam's parents didn't notice she'd paid particular attention to her clothes and hair and even put on makeup for the music school's next recital. The whole family were going, of course, because Maddie was a star. Indeed, Maddie performed a particularly challenging piece in the first half of the program. Maddie was not in the second half, so sat back with their family. No one noticed Sam hadn't come back after excusing herself during intermission. Fortunately for Sam's planned surprise, the first and second halves of the program had been rehearsed separately. When Sam's classical guitar solo was introduced, the family went scrambling through their programs to discover that, no, it had not been a mistake. Sam's performance of an intricate piece was flawless and she received a standing ovation. In the foyer later, Sam's stunned parents heard from all the other music school parents about how great a musician Sam was. Some of them also remembered to praise Maddie. In the car on the way home, Sam's father asked why she hadn't told them she was in the recital this time. Sam replied that they hadn't seemed interested in how she was doing. The year went on. Sam's parents showed more interest in her music 
but in nothing else. She didn't tell them she was getting 100% on all her tests. She watched as they gushed over Maddie's 98s and 99s and said nothing. When she received a copy of a literary magazine with her story in it, Sam said nothing. Maddie, however, found it on Sam's desk while she was looking for a pencil to borrow. Maddie took the magazine to show their parents. The family went out to dinner, to Maddie's favourite restaurant, to celebrate Sam being published. Her father asked how much help Maddie had given her with the story. Both Sam and Maddie denied any collaboration on Sam's work. It was also Maddie who first found out that Sam was doing so well in school. She asked Sam why she'd keep it quiet. Sam said Aunt Olivia had been right. Being the kid who got no attention was awful and she didn't want to be a part of making Maddie feel as bad as she had done for so many years. Maddie had not realised that by keeping quiet and just accepting how things were, she had been part of hurting Sam so much. She apologised and the two made a pact that from then on they'd not be part of making either of them feel less important. When the end of ex semester exams came round, their parents again made a fuss over Maddie and offered to go to her favourite restaurant. Maddie suggested Sam might have a turn to choose. The father said no, it was Maddie's reward for working so hard. Maddie said Sam had worked hard too and suggested they look at her exam results. So a week before the report cards were due out, the parents finally asked to see Sam's exam results. She'd kept the whole semester's worth of exams and assignments together in a folder and so was easily able to present them all. The parents went through her semester's work seeing the 100% over and over and over and all the glowing praise from teachers. Why didn't you tell us about your results? Her mother asked. You never asked, Sam said with a shrug. I thought you weren't interested. That's not true. We were always interested, her mother said. Yet you never asked, Sam replied. So I kept it all together in case you eventually did ask. Can Sam choose the restaurant now? Maddie asked. Did you help Sam with her work? Their father asked. No, Maddie said. I did not help her with all her work for the whole semester. I was way too focused on my own. I'm always afraid that if I don't do well, you'll lose interest in me too which you're probably going to do now that you know this Sam's smarter than me. We wouldn't do that. Their mother seemed shocked at the thought. You've done it to Sam for our whole lives, Maddie counted. I found out she was getting good results at school before you did. I learned about her published story before you did. Well, now we're each top of our class for everything, but her grades are slightly higher than mine. Are you going to notice her now? Will you still notice me? We're not accepting you playing favourites anymore, Sam said. We both matter. We know that. We deserve parents who know that. So, dear reader, 
we leave Sam and Maddie's parents to deal with a reality where both their children matter. When this generation grows up, they're not going to play favourites with their own children. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you next time.